and we're in. Boom. Coach, welcome to the podcast. Swear as much as you want. The long-anticipated Sydney Thompson. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. You can't get How you been, man? How's, how's, how's life been, Sid? Yeah, it's been, it's been okay. It's been okay. Struggling with this lockdown. Struggling. Mm. How long has it been yeah. now? How long have we been in lockdown now? Eight, nine weeks. Oh, my God, man. Eight weeks. That's crazy. When you think about it, yeah? Our lives been put on hold for X amount of months, yeah? How crazy is that? It's, it's surreal shit, isn't it? It's crazy, man. Training. Let me run it. The nine weeks has gone quick, though. It's gone it, quick. Oh, crazy quick. I think, I think the days go quick, funny enough, yeah. even though there's yeah. nothing to do. And then the weeks go quick. And then you look at your calendar, you're like, fuck, it's June next week. Yeah. And it's actually it's June next week. That's mental, isn't it? Yeah, insane, yeah, yeah, it's man. next week. That's insane. When, when do you think, week, coach, when do you think, um, when do you think sport will resume? <laughs> with this government, well, we'll be lucky. I reckon we'll be lucky to actually do contact sport by October, I reckon. Do you reckon? Do you reckon? Yeah, I reckon contact. We might have mm. the, they might open the gym back up that you can do social distancing like lessons, but... I don't know, maybe I say August, September, maybe. It's That's just, the point. It's just so, so real it? hard because you, you, they'll probably open up the gym so you can do, but it'll be social distancing. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? You're going to have to have two metres yeah. apart. So you can only probably fit, I don't know, maybe in the gym about 14, 15 people in the gym at a time because they're two metres mm. apart. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, so. Combat sports will be the last thing, thing, man. Combat sports will be the last yeah. thing. Well, the combat sports are going to be the same as the um, normal gyms, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, man. Because you've got to be, bear in mind, gyms are the worst place for bacteria and all that kind of stuff man you know what i mean even if you scrubbed a gym clean every hour of every day there will, there will still be a point where it's dirty do you know what i mean oh 100 100 it's tough man it's tough when, real quick yeah when because i don't even know this and jesus christ i see you every every single day when when did you actually start because you told me this morning you you boxed at a young age like, yeah but when did you actually start when was your first combat sport kind of experience uh my first one was about when i was about 12 i started at, um Bedford ABA when it was at the police station. But I was only there for maybe six months mm. max, and then um, then I started training with my brother. Yeah, because obviously he was teaching like kung fu, but he was training like a, he was teaching across the country. So literally every night of the week, I used to just sit in his car and go to Newmarket, Cambridge, Haverhill, various and Edmonds, and Norwich, yeah. where he used to teach. So yeah. you've been doing you've been doing some form of martial art or combat since you've been twelve. Yeah, yeah. So I did boxing to start off with, but like I say, it was probably only about six months. I went with one of my mates, and then literally after that, it was just sitting in my car, sitting in my brother's car, doing that's mad. Five, five six what, days a week. What are you? Now? You must be about seventy-eight now. So like, that's a long time yeah, that you've been. You've been <laughs> a long time, man. <laughs> we have to start calling him Grandmaster, <laughs> isn't it? You know what? I, I just caught that last minute. Like, Seventy-eight. <laughs> I, I was thinking, was he saying in nineteen seventy-eight? And that was like, I was calling yeah, him seventy-eight. No, 78. <laughs> and yeah, oi, my, so what? You're, you're actually forty. You forty? What? Uh, forty-nine this year. Forty-nine, uh, Sid. Yeah, forty-nine, Sunny. Yeah, and he still to this day will mix it up with all of us in sparring. A hundred percent. Seen him. Seen him go, it's man. Insane, he's, uh, man. He's a trainer. How many? Can, how many trainers do you know that will mix it up with a, with a, with pro athletes in sparring? How many do you know? None. Not not many now. Nah. Not many now, but you want to fight against it, right? You've been battered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do, I do. I must admit, I, I've, I've not, I've not lost the hunger. But mm. again, I know I have limitations. You can't fight someone that's twenty odd years old. You know what I mean? Realistically, I would, if I was to fight, it'd have to be someone 
in 40s to 50s. You know what I mean? It can't be a 20-year-old because age, experience, it doesn't beat age. If someone's younger, fitter, you can't beat it. Yeah, yeah. But what they say, you've done all these sports. You've done Muay Thai. Obviously, you, you, you had a career in Muay Thai, yeah? Boxing. Yeah. Um, when you say Kung Fu, was it, was it combat or was it like traditional Kung Fu? Yeah. No, so it was... So there was like two sides of it. So you have the traditional side where you do all the cat, like well the forms yeah, they were yeah. called then. So you have that side, but then you have like the um, the fighting side of it, which was like semi-contact. Oh, okay. So like point point sparring. Okay. Right. It's like a technical spar. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah, but obviously you hit them, you get awarded a point, and then you go again. But first one to ten. Okay, cool. That's and that's that's through like traditional kung fu, like. Learning. That's through, yeah. That's what that's where I, that's where I very first started was through point sparring. Wow. Wow, that's crazy, man. Would you, would you, would you say, yeah, because a lot of this is the biggest debate, especially within combat sports, that traditional kung fu and traditional martial arts, like we're talking the old school ones, we're talking like Wing Chun and things along those lines, aren't actually, um, aren't actually, what's the word I'm looking for? Adaptable Relevant. to actual combat. Um, I wouldn't say no. Some of, some of it, some of it, I think, I still think would it work? Would it not work? But some of it, like even my parries, my blocking, mm. yeah, that's that's from my kung fu. Yeah, and yeah. I, I instantly do it without even thinking. Yeah, I just, I, you know, I mean, every time I, I parry a punch, it's through from learning from a young age yeah. mm. to just parry, and that's from kung fu. And I, like I say, when I parry, I don't even think about it. It just, it just happens. And parry, I, think, yeah, just... I, I think, sorry, just still on the subject. Like, I think with martial arts, without realizing, it builds a good base. Yes. to the rest of the other forms not necessarily you might not carry stuff over instead of it, in terms of its relevance to boxing but it gives you a good base of discipline it gives you a good base of looking after your body it gives you a good do you see what i mean so there's a lot yeah, of subject yeah, yeah. yeah martial yeah, arts covers before you go into like the, the real combat elements of fighting yeah 100 percent, man yeah 100 yeah, definitely and you say you say especially with parrying Parrying is almost a lost art in boxing at the moment, man. Because I remember I used to learn parrying a lot as I, when I when I first started. When I was what, what ten or eleven, and you notice a little bit more as you as you get older, it comes a little bit less. They don't you don't teach it as much. Do you know what I mean? Like parrying is so efficient, yeah. man. It's so efficient when you're, especially when you're at a decent range. Maybe not parrying when you're on, when you're on the inside, but parrying at a decent range is so efficient, man. But with you, like you say, you can't hit you you won't you won't hit you to the body. You know what I mean? His elbows are so tight. There's no way you're getting downstairs to the body. You think things like that don't just stem from boxing training. They stem from Muay Thai. Yeah. They stem from this. They stem yeah, from it's from the beginning. Yeah, 100%. That's years the and years part and of it, years eh? of repetition. So, what, so you, you said... God, sorry, Sid. So you went from, like, Kung Fu and then you went into... So Kung Fu took you to what age, roughly? Um, probably about 18-ish. <clears throat> yeah, 18. And then I went to... Um, then my brother started teaching... He still was doing kung fu, but obviously, as it, everything progressed, kickboxing came into it. Yeah. And then, so, we went to full contact kickboxing, and then from kickboxing, my brother started studying other stuff, and then, obviously, from kickboxing, I went to Muay Thai, and then um, I boxed in afterwards. And how far Jesus. did you, in Muay Thai, what was kind of your career within Muay Thai? Um, well, I'd, I won... English, I've won the area, English, Commonwealth, I'd had, I had two shots, at, well, no, I say two shots at a world title, I was supposed to fight for two world titles at Thai boxing, but one of them, I broke my foot, broke my ankle in sparring, and the other one, the show got cancelled a couple of days before I was supposed to fly out to Germany. What? So, um, but um, still on like the, 
on the um, the, the IKF. I'm still. I was ranked at number two in the world at one stage. Because Sid's a big fucking deal. Listen, Sid's a fucking <laughs> deal. Sid's a big fucking yeah. deal. And you know, you know how good he is at tie boxing when you clinch with him, man. My neck, my neck still ain't right from that. That was about two years ago. Yeah, but that's, you know what that is? What? That's, that's me clinching with my brother, and he's like, he's another level. Because you, really? your brother Nigel, yeah, was essentially the pioneer yeah. within Bedford, wasn't he? For, for that well, they were, yeah, yes and no. So obviously Nigel Howlett was. My brother trained under Nigel Howley and um, he trained under um, Takoon, who was from Thailand, who's in Thailand, who lives in Thailand. So my brother used to fly to Thailand to train and he used mm. to take, obviously, his students out there sort of like once every year. But he did a lot of training in Thailand and with Nigel Howley. And um, like I say, obviously, he ended up being a world champion. Mm. And then, um, but obviously, I'm kind of lucky because wherever he trained, I just sat in the car. Sat in the car. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, or yeah, yeah. on a Friday, we'd get together, we'd do rounds and rounds of pad 10 rounds of pads each and then we do 10 rounds of sparring each yeah, yeah i mean so i kind of had kind of top level sparring all the time in house yeah that's it man. yeah you can't, you can't is, buy you that can't kind be, of thing no no 100 100 so like i say my, my grappling comes from really yeah. grappling with him because he's that's his best probably his best point yeah yeah is it- and in in thailand would you say that's that's the main thing that's different they're clinching to compared to like european um, fighters <clears throat> they are unbelievably strong I, I'm, I'm I've I was clinching kids and they were throwing me around like rag dolls yeah <laughs> when I say it, uh, you know I mean, you'll look at him you think oh, he's scrawny but yeah unbelievably strong mm. they're base, um, but, yeah. they're so strong on the base man yeah 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 and their clinching is unbelievable you put a foot wrong your balance is slightly wrong yeah you're gone, that's you're gone. Yeah, that's, yeah. I was about to say you're their gone. sweeps were unbelievable man yeah they're yeah, they're, they're, they're certainly a force to be reckoned with. Like I say, even their kicking, just, oh. Boy, what they like with their, what they like with their hands in Thailand? That's, realistically, that's, that, that used to be their downfall. Right. So, when, you know what I mean, when you get, when they were fighting, like, Europeans who were good boxers, yeah. they would struggle a bit. Mm-hmm. But, again, through generations, they've started to pick that up as well. But I found when, back in the day, I probably would box a lot better. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, like in Thai boxing, my my main thing is boxing. Yeah. My hands were better than my legs. I could kick, yeah. I could knee and do everything, but I was a puncher. Yeah. So I sort of kind of worked my punches and my kicks around that. Yeah. Whereas most people in work boxing, the they work, they, yeah, they work on kicks yeah. and knees because obviously they score more. Yeah. That's crazy, man. When you think of it, so I was wondering, the same with you, you used to train with your brother on it. And I'm the, obviously, yeah. like I said, I've got, I've got three brothers. And any time me and my brothers would spar, it was a, it wasn't the, it wasn't the prettiest man. We'd all, it always ended in a scrap, like a proper scrap. Did you find that when you were, when you were training with your brothers? Uh, no, no, because I, I, I knew it was boss. I could end up in a scrap. <laughs> <laughs> and it weren't me. No. You know what? I just, I used to go there every time and think, you know what? I just want to do better than last time. Do better yeah, than last that's time. That's a good I just, I just wanted it to have that one time when I was on top. Don't be wrong. I think when I boxed with him. I would more than hold my own, if not beat him. Mm. But as soon as we start to bring the kicks and the knees in, nah, he was a, he's another level. So what made, you, level. what made you make that transition? What made you say, you know what, hey, maybe I'm done in the tie game. I want to move on to move on to boxing. Um, it was more, to be fair, it was more injury, my hip. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the only reason. I, I'll probably, to be fair, probably probably still be doing tie boxing today. Mm. Really? Yeah, I mean, I always loved boxing. And my hands were always my best point, but... Um, Realistically, it's more the injuries. You get a lot of injuries, and as you get older, you feel oh, like. You know I mean, when you're 18, you think, oh yeah. You know, I mean, people say, yeah. You know what? Ten years time, 
15 years' time, you're going to be in trouble. Mm. But you think, yeah, no, you know what I mean? But now I know yeah. you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you're in trouble and a lot of it. Yeah, man. That's crazy. What, um, what was I say? When you're, when, when you made that transition, where does your boxing head come from, though? Because the one thing I noticed about you, yeah, is you, and I feel like this is why we get on so well, is because we've both got the same kind of mentality when it comes to fighting, as in, like, more of the. The technical side of things, and I, I think you, you think the same. A technical boxer can always outfight anyone. If a technical boxer is right, if a technical boxer thinks and is strategic, they'll win, right? What? Yeah. Where does your boxing head come from now? Because you've got a head on your shoulders, like a lot of other boxing trainers, where they see holes in people's game and they say, right, we need to do this because it's going to expose this. Where does that come from? If you're coming from all these backgrounds, is it kind of like a mesh of all of them together? I think it is. I think it's a lot to do with all of them. You know what I mean? Because I've been. I mean. Realistically, I find boxing quite easy because in Thai boxing, you're trying to block a low kick, yeah. a knee, an elbow, a punch. You know what I mean? You've got so much to block. Boxing, you've got two things in you. The only thing I, you know what I mean, you've only got two fists coming at you and they can only hit waist yeah. upwards. Yeah, so it's, yeah. a lot, it's, a, it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier. Like I say, as long as you're tight and everything, it's a lot easier. But um, again, the damage is... I find is a lot more harder, especially obviously head damage because yeah, because there's only one, it's, it's, like yeah. said, there's only two places to hit, isn't there? Hundred percent. So they're only going to hit your body or your head. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's so interesting. It's dangerous actually when you think about it because you think yeah, you think the, the the amount of damage that we take, you know, especially in the pro ranks with these little tiny gloves. I was saying to on the last podcast, coach, remember when um when we were waiting in the in the change rooms to get my gloves and they brought them eights down and they were like, you're fine in eights now. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember and we all just yeah. looked at each other like what the fuck what do you mean I'm fighting uh, in eights these little tiny mittens I got yeah, on yeah yeah but do you know do you know what with that there are so many things that keep changing last minute you just think fuck it yeah whatever just man just fight in eights then whatever yeah, honestly yeah. you just laugh at it yeah. you're like right come on just, do you want me to fight naked yeah. or do you want me to fight yeah, and that's the yeah. that's the boxing game for you, man. But the other the other think, side of it, go on, go on, go on, coach. Yeah, I, I just think when you when the adrenaline is rushing, I don't think you know what eights, tens, sixteens. Yeah, it's man. kind of like, do you actually really feel it? Yeah. Unless you get hit clean, do you really feel it? Nah, Until it, after man. you get out. And it was more. I I actually felt it more. Not even on them, on me. I felt it more in my hands than than, than yeah, I felt yeah, yeah, in like yeah. tens or sixteens. I felt like my knuckles hurt a lot. I remember just sending you lot yeah. a picture. Do you remember I sent you a picture of my knuckle a couple of days later? And yeah. It was like blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all my knuckles were blue. I was thinking, what the fuck? But it was obviously on Mate Boy's nose. He, um, we had, a, obviously, we've, we, the other, the flip of it, yeah? Do you have, like, the mentality of a fighter as a coach? Because, like, you must watch us going in. I know you do this. Like, you watch us going in. I see it in your eyes sometimes. You're thinking, like, I just want to get in there and do it for him, man, because this is horrible. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's really hard. To be fair, I think. It's harder on the outside than it is being there. I'd rather, I'd rather be there. When you, you when you get really close to fighters, it's really hard. Like mm. I say, you wanna, you wanna be there taking the punches for them. Yeah, man. You really do. And sometimes, like even when I can see from outside that you make, someone's making a mistake, but I can't, I can shout it, but I know you're not hearing. Yeah. And yeah. I'm almost wanting to, will you to do it? Yeah. You know what I mean? How, how it should? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's really hard outside. I, to be fair, I think I, I find it more, more harder outside than actually being in there. I can imagine, man. Imagine because you got you got to bear in mind you're you're you go through the emotional roller coaster as a fighter as a coach anyway. Let's be honest, you go through everything the same thing as we we're, we're going yeah. through. But the only thing is you can't do anything about it. You know what I mean? You just yeah, that's why hundred percent forward like you and Sonny do all these things all these things for me behind the scenes until the day, and then you just kind of push me forward and say go on and crack on. 
and it must be horrible, man. Like, I don't think I could do that, honestly. I don't think... I, I can do all the kind of the little ones that I teach, but I don't think I could do that at, at a professional level. Well, you, you kind of had a snippet of it, Mick, when you were helping Sean Harvey out. Do you remember? I did, yeah. I did, yeah. And you, like, and you rang me the next day, and you were like, I don't know how fucking Sid does it, man. Right. Oh, horrible, bro. Horrible, horrible. The, the, just like, you know when you're warming them up? You're warming your fighter up, and you're getting them... You know, getting them ready to go. Like I, I felt like I was fighting. And I felt so like, and you know, you lot know what I'm like before a fight, man. I was like agitated. I wanted to fight anybody. Looked at me funny. Like it was, <laughs> so horrible. And I was thinking, I'm not even fighting. I'm just walking out to the corner of the ring. Like I'm not even doing anything, mm. man. Do you know what I mean? Off the back. Yeah, it, it, oh, go on. It gets tough. It gets back. tough. Like I was, I was just saying, like when when I normally watch you with. Like I've got this particular place where I stand in the corn exchange and I sort of know every emotion that's going to come through at that point. And after the fight's done, I'm fucking knackered. I haven't done anything, yeah. but emotionally, you're just so drained. Yeah, because it's like the whole night before, it's on the day, and you think it's only really like nine minutes of fighting or like 12 minutes of fighting, but I'm just fucked. Yeah, it's horrible. So I don't know how... Sometimes Sid's fighters like have... How many fighters do you have on like a show, Sid? You, you could have yeah. like nine or ten <clears throat> fighters on a show. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it's like seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> You've got to do that one after the one other. After the other, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I've had yeah, enough yeah. trouble with Mickey. Fuck it, but forget. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's because Mickey, Mickey don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem, isn't it? The problem is, yeah, and I see this a lot as well. I've been like when we've when we've cornered White Collar or something like that. You've got certain certain fighters can be in the ring and hear what you're saying and adapt to it. So like I, I'd say as much as sometimes I do lose my head, I say for the most part. I listen to exactly what you're saying and I, and I kind of and I go with it, right? But I've, yeah. we've seen a lot of fighters, yeah, and you've seen it as well, coach, <laughs> that go in there, yeah, and just disappear. Like, they're not that person no more. They just go in there and they'd like, you can see their eyes are wide and they're like, you know, you've lost them. You're like, there's nothing I can say to bring this person back. Like, they're in like a different fucking dimension right now. You know what I mean? Mm. And you think... I, I think that that's, that's an interesting point because I think the fighters that can separate themselves from that and are calculated would always go a lot further in their career. The ones who are like just completely in a daze and can't hear anything that their coach is saying or look at it from a different perspective will always struggle. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I think a lot of it goes through like experience. As mm. you go on, you start to learn a lot more. You start to calm down. And I think you start to, the nerves is not as bad. I'm not saying you don't, you don't yeah. have nerves, but it's not as bad. So then you start, to, you know what I mean? You're a lot calmer. You learn to manage it. That's right. Yeah. I think, like you know, I mean, first, not, to be fair, probably all of us. First, first couple of fights, you know, no, no just I remember my first one. I went out there, and believe me, it was Saturday night. It was a, like a Saturday night in town. <laughs> I was just swinging hell for leather. <laughs> no, no technique. But then, like I say, as you go through the fights, Experience. you're like, yeah, you sort of kind of calm down. You know when to pick it up and slow it down. So, did, yes. my, my question to you, one other question I've, I thought of, yeah, is. And this is gonna get me in, in a bit of bollocks because I thought because I do it all the time and I'm thinking what do you what do you actually because I've had a few bollockings off of you all right but what, I, obviously I talk shit when I'm in there constantly yeah. talking shit right what is your actual view right because we do it maybe we do it right as a strategic point of view maybe we think oh we can get this guy angry and when he's angry he opens up but sometimes it just comes out and you know that's kind of my personality mm. coming out in a ring yeah but what's your actual view on on kind of trash talking and I, like if you had someone come up to you and start trash talking in the ring, how would you? How do you think you would respond? Because you've had it before, um, right? I've, yeah, I've had one guy, and don't be wrong, I had one guy. He was um, he used to be a professional boxer, and I boxed him in Northampton. And don't be wrong, it was the first time anybody had ever talked trash to me. Oh really? And mm. I literally, it took me 
around to say what the hell is going on. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> to sort of kind of get my composure because I've never had someone, you know what I mean? He was literally calling me a boy. He kept going, come on, boy, come on, boy. And I was like, what the hell is this all about? And then literally, I must admit, for a round, I was like, what's going on here? Yeah. And then I saw literally, I just had to compose myself and just kind of push through. Yeah. But, um, it's quite. I'm not. You you know me. I'm a humble guy. I like I like the fighters to be humble. Yeah. You know mm. what I mean. But if it's part of your personality, then you've got to do that, haven't you? You've yeah. got to do that it's through the through. It's not so much when you're fighting. It's as long as you're humble afterwards. Yeah, that's it. We yeah. lose. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the main thing. But if that's part of who you are, then yeah, realistic. I, you've got to do that. Yeah, I think in the, in the build up, like in the build up to it, I'll never I'll never like talk shit or anything like that. And post fight, I never talk shit. But for some reason. I get in there and it just comes out like I can't stop like speaking to this guy and you know, saying this kind of stuff. But I remember, right, and I don't even know if you remember this, bro. My first fight, yeah, we were fighting in in, in um, Stevenage or somewhere like. That. I remember the ring was really close to the roof. Do you remember? It was a tiny. Oh, that was ring. yeah. That was. Um, was it Stevenage? Yeah, I think it was Stevenage. Yeah, I think it was Stevenage. So we, yeah, yeah, this, yeah. we got in this fight, yeah, and the ring was so close to the roof. I remember like standing there thinking, "Geez, like, am I really tall or is this ring like real mad close to the roof?" And I remember I was. I was I, w- I wasn't doing what I normally do. I was, I was very like it's my first kind of fight with like in God knows how long. Jesus Christ, I was about what not twenty maybe something like that. Twenty, yeah. And uh, and I remember talking shit to this guy and, and showboating a little bit. And uh, and in the change room, you give me a fucking bollocking. But your bollockings ain't really like like hair drying type thing. They're not screaming and shouting. You literally just look someone in the eye and say, you know, you, you fuck, don't do that shit again. That kind of thing. <laughs> and since then, I haven't been, I haven't done it to that level, but I thought to myself, man, like, oh, maybe I'm doing something wrong here. Cause I remember this, I remember this guy, like, I remember talking shit to this guy and I could see in my corner of eye, you, you were just like, no, this, we ain't doing that shit again. <laughs> I think you're going to come in and drag me out of there or something, man. It's, it's not the, the talking I don't mind it. It's the showboating. You know what? Yeah. Cause I, do you know what? I'm always that person of, you know what? You can showboat and then next second later, yeah. bang, you're sleeping. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. How stupid how stupid would you look? Yeah, you know what I mean? It's exactly, one of them ones where I just think gotta always be humble in there. But like I say, just the the talking, yeah, that's part of who people are sometimes. Yeah. And, and it's sort of, like I say, but, it's also strategic from a strategic point. You can. If so if you know someone's a hothead, yeah, and you know you fight the person you're fighting yeah. gets angry quick. The first thing I'd do is start going in there calling them a bitch. A hundred percent, because you'd be thinking, all I want you to do is either expend as much energy as possible by trying to knock me out or open up and, and, and create gaps. It's all strategic. But like I say, a lot of time it doesn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, it's one of those things. You want to try and do anything you can to try and get an advantage That's over it. your opponent. So my, my, Michael Bisping, um, he, I was listening to one of his podcasts and he was saying, I forgot who the fighter was that he was fighting. But he was saying things into the uh, in the ring to his Brazilian fighter saying, you know Jesus ain't real, right? No, and no. you can imagine to what a, a Brazilian fighter who whose faith is everything, what's, yeah. what that's going to do to them. Yeah. But he was like, I don't care. Like, I'm going to do anything I can yeah. to throw you. I mean, there's obviously there, there's a lot. There's a line that you don't cross as a as a fighter. But like you say, there's there's it's, it's to a degree it's part of the game and it's part of a showmanship yeah. as well. You got you mean you got show you, people people don't realize that like in professional fighting it's a show bro like it's mm. people are paying money yeah. to come and maybe that's just my, my my way of looking at it but the way I see it is I don't care if I win, lose or draw all I care about is putting on a good show for the people that have come and paid their money to watch me fight you know what I mean and if you and that's the way I think a lot of people obviously want to want to secure the win and you know secure the W by coasting to, to, the, to, the, to the last round or whatever I could never and I think you'd agree with me coach man I can never see myself doing that I can never see myself having an easy <clears> fight <throat> tapping around like it would never happen man I just I, I, something about me just wants a bar fight all the time. 
you know what I mean? Yeah, I've noticed that. <laughs> I've noticed that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm thinking like, you know what I mean? Four, three rounds in the bag here and, you, and then you want to, last 30 seconds, you want to stand toe-to-toe. <laughs> Yeah. Why? Why? Head and hands. I've got my head. I've got my head and hands. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, but to yeah, be fair, he's, he's got he's got better and better. Like he's he's a bit more. What's the word? He, he manages his, his fights a little bit better. So if he knows he's a bit more ahead, then he he, he can like there's a bit more room area area where he can piss around a little bit yeah. more. You know? Yeah. 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 So, yeah definitely, definitely. Coach, moving on to the moving on to the academy. So what? So walk us through that. So what? Where did the like the inception happen? So when when did you so you, we were we were training when I first come and train with you we were training out of um I can't remember the road it was, it was Guru Ravi Ashburner Road yeah, Ashburn yeah. Road, the it. temple yeah so we were yeah, training at this yeah. place at a, this, this temple big 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 area and then we moved to the we moved to Bedford Academy um what's it called what's it called hall essentially yeah 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 and then yeah, this yeah. idea came where you thought I, okay I want my own place so what happened. No, no, no. The idea didn't come. The idea was already there from when we left from the temple. Oh, okay. It just took a long time. <laughs> they were from the time we had the temple. Don't be wrong. From the time I had the temple, and we, we obviously they worked the building back. There was no way. That's still always going to be the route. It just took a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just finding the right building. It's hard. It's really, it's hard out there just to find a building full stop. Oh, yeah. Let alone so, the right building. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there was, like I say, from we left there. That was always in the pipeline. It was always if it took me ten years, it was going to happen. Yeah, of course, man. And How long did it actually take? You said um, it's about five years. Five years, but what a place it is now, right? Yeah, what a place it is yeah. it's yeah. insane. It is and stunning. The, so the, the first day, so so it was a couple of days after when it, you when you called me and said, you know, come on, because we we decided we we're going to make a uh, like a short like a short film. You might have seen it where we, where it runs through the you know phase one, phase two, phase three, complete type thing. Yeah. And I remember walking yep. in that gym and being like, how can you see past this? It was insane, Sonny. It was insane. There was there was shit everywhere. Like, the, like so, Coach, you walked into that, and that was better than it was originally, right? Yeah, yeah. When you saw it, it was actually a lot better than when, when I first went out. Don't be wrong, yeah. I kind of went in there and had an idea. Of like, don't be wrong, I, I didn't think, yeah, I'm going to do this, 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 this. It sort of came, as we sort of went through doing stuff, mm. Other stuff came into mind. Don't me wrong. My middle brother, very, very, he's got a good imagination of, look, we can do this, we can do this, yeah. we can do this. Yeah, I mean, even the belts in the wall. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that alone. He was Lovely like, this little will be touch. A really nice this will be a nice feature just when they come in. And, you know what I mean? And don't me wrong, where the belts are now mm. wasn't actually where they were originally going to be. They were actually going to be in the gym. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So it was just a, it was a case of, I think, a few, few minds being put together and, um, yeah, man. Just different things coming out and saying, you know what, that's a really good idea. Yeah. Let's try that. And I said to Sonny that you've had some, you've had some, like, uh, labour help by some amazing people, man. Like, some people have given up yeah. an insane amount of time and have asked for nothing in return. Am I right? Yeah, 100%, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, Stewie, Stewie, like, like, to be fair, I actually think he's probably, sometimes he was there more than me. What, I'd, you know what I mean? I'd be like phoning him and he'd be like, yeah, I'm here. Stuart Nazy, <laughs> like, right? Yeah, Stuart Nazy, yeah. He's been, he's been, Unbelievable yeah. in that place, and, unbelievable. And I mean, he's had a hand in. He's in a hand. Had a hand in almost building almost everything that you can kind of oh, see from the there. The guy, right? the guy, he, he does everything. He he'll do plumbing. He do he did he he laid the laminated flooring. <laughs> he do woodwork. <laughs> he was doing brick. He put bricks in the wall. He done it's literally. Insane, he man. took his hand to everything. Doing everything. that while he, while he's fixing your car on the way out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, cooking dinner. Shoelaces, yeah. cooking your dinner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unbelievable. Even, even like I say, my brother. Um, he he done stuff like I say, like the security and stuff, and he found cheaper ways to do stuff. 
I mean, he's yeah. There's there's, there's been a few people, yeah. you know, what I mean, that have come in and even like um, when his dad did the heat in in there. Yeah. There's you know, what I mean, just a few people that have come in and just like. I mean, yeah. literally, just yeah, but gone, I, yeah, we can I, do I this. Think, I think that's the beautiful thing about it, like because so many people of of like your community, Sid, who have had a hand in it, it almost feels like it's part theirs as well. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really I mean? weird because because it was such a secret. It was only like literally. To be fair, I think there was probably like actually that done all the work, maybe five or six of us, but mm. most most of it was probably me and Stuart. Um, like I say, Brenner's dad came in to do the heating. I had another one of my mates from back in the day. He came to do some woodwork in there, yeah. and obviously my brother. A lot of people had a hand in kind of putting this. Yeah. Together. So you said about how every had a hand in. It was in like, it was like the, the, the biggest low key secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, <laughs> yeah. The biggest low key yeah. secret. There's a lot of people that knew about this secret. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But that, I think that's come from obviously. Like Sid's never really gonna say, but he's probably got the biggest following in Bedford in terms of boxing and his brother's tie boxing as well. Mm, That's why a lot of people were so excited, probably the right word, about when this was gonna when this was gonna open. Yeah, hundred percent. So what's coach, what's your like um what's your vision for it? Obviously we got a place to we've got a place to train, you've got professionals, amateurs, all sorts, but what's your vision for it? What 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 can you see happening in this place? Oh, I just, I just, to be fair, I'm just hoping it's going to change some people's lives, really. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I just want it to be a place where, realistically, anybody can come, you know what I mean, and just, like I say, hopefully, just just train and there'll be no attitude there. Like I say, um, just, a, just a hub for anything, to be fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, um, and hopefully, you'll, you know what I mean, I'm not looking at just staying there, maybe getting bigger. Why not? Yeah. Oi, it's, it's, it's not... It's not without reach, is it? Let's be honest. You know what I mean? There's no, a... no, no. It's had it's had a lot of um, positive feedback, and like I say, I think once it does open, we'll be really, really busy, and we might well in the future look to expand. I don't, I don't doubt so, that at all. I don't doubt that at all, man. And like I say, you've got you're gonna have fighters coming out of this place from every every kind of combat sport we've got to offer. Obviously, you've got professional yeah. boxers coming out. Of, you've got me and Mike coming out. Of, you've got. You got ABA level fighters who who could very well end up in the Olympics. You've yep. got uh, unlicensed white collar or whatever you know, whatever you want to call it. Who, let's be honest, whether whether people agree with it or not, is is essentially the next the next step between turning over because a lot of these lads you know fight at that level and then turn over. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's right. You've got you've, you've got Muay Thai coming out of that place, elite level Muay Thai. You know what I mean? You've got some really really efficient fighters there. The mats are good for jujitsu ju- and grappling. Yeah. So you, you could have literally the world's your oyster, really. You could have anything you want coming out of there, couldn't you? Realistically, yeah. We could. I mean, all it probably. I mean, if you've been really picky, you could probably like if you caged a bit, then you could do like some real MMA. But the, apart from that, it's everything you could. E- if you're a fighter and you look at that place, it's Disneyland. It is. <laughs> you know, it's got everything you could possibly bit, want. A little bit rough around the edges of the Disneyland, though. It's, <laughs> mean, but it's, perfect. it's got that yeah, perfect. But... It's got that perfect blend of yeah. a little bit rustic, but yeah. it's still yeah. beautiful to look at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 100%. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm I without, without giving up, well, we're saying without giving too much away. We well, obviously, I, I produce some videos on a place. So you can you can see it if you go onto my Instagram for the people that are listening. You can see that see what it actually looks like now. I do a walk around. You can see all sorts of stuff, right? But my favorite bit, without a shadow of a doubt, is the balcony overlooking the you know the the, the gym floor so there's yes, a balcony yeah, yeah, yeah. with a seat 
there and it's big enough to hold you know x amount of people where the showers are and things along those lines where you can overlook everything which is going on which is yeah. sick man which is sick let's be honest you know when you're getting ready to train and you look, you're overlooking you're watching everybody else train you're thinking yeah i'm ready for this man and that's going to be the case a lot of people i guarantee it, a lot of people are going to come to that place they're going to become obviously there's going to be a bunch of people and i'm not to put negative on it but there's going to be a bunch of people that are coming out of the woodwork they're going to you know what i mean they've been every every gym on earth and they're coming to join this one fair enough you know what i mean that's a certain degree of clientele without a shadow of doubt but a lot of lads or and girls who who maybe give up the dream or or uh, stopped combat sports for whatever reason are going to find their way back into combat sports because of this gym yeah do you know what i mean yeah and, that, and that's sick bro you got a bit mad that's amazing man they're gonna have people that are like because bedford yeah me and sonny said this before on a previous and i think you agree with me said <clears throat> bedford is a hub for fighters yeah but bedford's also got a it's got a tendency to and not just bedford but people from bedford have got a tendency to not live up to their they're a bit, their capability, yeah. They, their potential. Yeah. And I've, I, 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 I've said to Mick before, everyone kind of like gets to the cusp of that elite level and push through like the major ranks, but they kind of just sit there. Yeah. So they, I think what this will do now, it will really push them and give them a hub to train from and give them a good like basis. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah, everything yeah. that you need to be a fighter. Yeah, yeah. Like the, mentality, the discipline, you know, it, it's going to breed all that because you're going to be around people that do that day in, day out, you know? Mm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And let's be honest, Perfect. we're going to be spending a lot of time there. <laughs> a lot you of might, time. You might as well be better than Well, if you think where we were training before, I was there four or five times a week, two maybe two hours a day, you know what I mean? We mean you would, and a lot of the time, coach, yeah, which is the, a lot of the hot, what people don't quite understand and probably maybe don't, maybe think it's a little bit may, maybe harder, because I think it was maybe harder. We didn't train with a team around us for the most part. Me no. and you would yeah, go yeah. into a gym. Yeah. We're only talking like months ago, bro. You know what I mean? Me and you would go in a yeah. gym and we'd hit pads for an hour, an hour and a half. Just me and yeah. you. Nobody else around us. There was nobody like pushing us. It was just me and you training, which is crazy when you think about it. So now we're going to go into this gym that you and you and other people have created, yeah, have had a hand in creating, and then we're going to train with people around us. That's going to be a completely different dynamic to yeah. what we're used to, number one. It's, for, in a positive, not a negative, it's going to be awesome because, you know what I mean, people will be able to see what, what we do as professionals, and then mm, yeah. you're going to have kids walking in there watching me and you train and being like, oh, what? I want to do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. That. yeah, 100%. Which is the biggest part of it, I think. Yeah, yeah. and I think it's, it's just it's fucking shame that it's just all happened pre-coronavirus. That's it, man. It was for a reason, wasn't it? That, that's why I see it. It's for a reason. It's a, it, I don't know if it had been worse if, say, we opened for two days. And yeah. Then, and shut, you know what I mean? At least, I don't know, the anticipation is still there. Yeah. Oh, well, let's, face, let's face it, there's only a it's, few of us that have actually seen it. Yeah, yeah. Even, even the videos don't show the whole of it. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so it's still the anticipation they're going to come in and say, "Oh wow, I didn't know this, didn't know that." So it's kind of hard one. After I just, it was obviously for a reason. Oh, yeah, I agree. It's, it's got probably the blessings, I suppose, isn't it? it? Yeah, it's probably the best worst time in possible. Yeah, hundred oh, percent. And the other thing is, you got you got to bear in mind as well. East area, as uh, I mean, I can't. I've never been to the um, the Muay Thai side of things in terms of East area, but from East area boxing academy. Everybody's so tight, yeah, and yeah. everybody's so engaged with each other that no matter where you put us, it's going to work. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, 100%. You could put us in a park, you know what I mean, in a shed or something, and it would still work. So now you've got this place that's got all the resources you need, all the, you know what I mean, it's got it's got the family aspects that you that you, that you want, and um, and it's going to come together on, one, on this one place. But I can't 
tell you how excited I am for this place. I don't yeah, know so many people are as well. Because it's scary because it, this was like kind of like the last piece of the jigsaw. You know, yeah. because when did you start East Area Sid? When did it all come um, about? So my first one was when we started at the Temple. That was the very, very first boxing one I started. So that was like five years ago. Yeah, and what, what about the Thai boxing? Thai boxing was as well. Like my brother was been teaching thirty odd years. Thirty. Well, wow. obviously I was. I I started Thai boxing. Well, sort of like from kung fu to all the way through. So my brother's. That was like 13, and yeah. my brother was teaching then. So, um, Jesus. yeah, it's, it's, been, it's, it's, it's kind of been a long time. Like I said, I've been training, like, what, what, 30, 35, 36 years? Jesus. <laughs> That's mental. That's some experience it? right there, man, isn't it? That's what so, That's some experience. So, yeah, right it, has been around for a it's, long time. Like I say, yeah, it's been, it's, been, it's been around for a long, long time. People don't probably realise, but... Because obviously you got to remember when we started, there was no social media, there's no nothing. You literally yeah. even even like when you go to like when when I started fighting full contact, there was no Facebook. You mm. just went there and turned up and hoped that the other coach had told the truth. Yeah, and, you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's all you, you know. What I mean, it was one of them ones where you literally go, you don't. You, you might read about somebody in a magazine, maybe if, if they were that good, but other than that, you just go there and turn up and basically fight. <laughs> fight. Yeah, so you there always was, had to sort of kind of prepare for the worst. Yeah, there was no like YouTube to study the fighters. No, there was nothing. no, no. mental. Yeah, and that's I I feel like a part of that is lost, man. But that's the, uh, now for, coming from what's happened to us as a team, like me, you answered all of us. I don't feel like unless until you get to that elite level, what's the point in watching these people, man? Because sometimes they just, just they don't turn up. Sometimes you know what I mean. It yeah. can change at the last minute. We've had that. Yeah, we have. Had but that, again, man. I don't think I don't think you'd ever train. For a fighter, if you know it, you just train to fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what? Because, like you say, if you, if if you was training, a certain fighter does a certain thing. It doesn't mean he's going to do it against you. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean. It. So if you it's train true. to fight, then that's it. Don't change how you fight just to suit this guy, because yeah. then you you've changed what you, you know. What I mean, you've kind of lost a bit because oh, you're 100%. you're adapting to him. Mm. You just train to fight, and we adapt on the day. Yeah, you know what I mean, realistically. Yeah. I normally tend to watch videos of your life, the guys you're fighting, maybe the week before, and I won't, because I already know we're not going to change nothing. I just look for openings, yeah. stuff yeah. that we can yeah. adjust to. And you kind yeah, of feel, you filter change. it through, and you filter it through on a pad. Maybe we'll look at one thing, yeah. but not even specific to that guy. We'll just say, look, we're going to do this, this, this combination to set up this body shot this yeah, morning. 100%. You're not saying, yeah. hey, we're going to do the first thing you do. You're going to go in there. You're going. That doesn't happen, does it? No, the first thing you're going to do is not hit the guy hard to the body. Oh, do you remember that? <laughs> oh, my God. I'll never forget that for as long as I live. Do you remember uh, that, Sonny? Yeah. That was to, so to funny. tell the story, we so we got we got video of this guy. Uh, we got matched. This is my fourth pro fight. We got video of this guy. We all watched it, and we were like, wow, he's got... You know what I mean? He Remember, on the video, he was mouthy. He was, he was arrogant. He was moving. He was loose, you know what I mean? We were like, oh, and he looked, you know, I remember, never forget, he looked like he had big arms. Do you remember? Yeah, he looked like, like he had like big arms. arms. And we thought, you know what, he, uh, you know, he, you know, he doesn't look like worse. He, he, no, we, it, it's going to be a good fight. And you saw that his body was open, and you said, don't hit him as hard as you can to the body too early because he's going to shut up shop, and he's not going to fight over. for four rounds. And uh, I was like, no, 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 don't worry, I won't. I'm clean, man. I'm ready to rock and roll. Get in there first body, first thing I throw is the heaviest body shot I could. I, Obviously, I just, I just even went, 
boom! And you hear the slap of this body shot. And I remember as we pan round, so we kind of like circled out of each other into like a pivot in motion. And I caught the look of Sid, and Sid just looking at the floor. And I'm like, oh no! <laughs> and and my guy didn't open up for a whole four rounds, did he? He threw maybe Man. one or two shots every now and then. He tied yeah, me up right. as much as he could. He took some damage that shot, that fight as yeah. well. His elbows were still coming forward though. I yeah. was like, what are you doing? Yeah, man. And I, and I caught on the video of the. My mum shot the video of it, and you hear the slap of this body shot. I don't know how my man didn't didn't take a tumble. He took the body shot like an absolute champ. But you see in just the bottom corner of this this <laughs> this video is Sid just kind of put his head in his hands and just look at the floor and just say, "Fuck, you know, you joking me?" The first shot I threw was the one he told me not to throw, and he did exactly as he said. He just shut up shop ran away you know what i mean didn't even talk normally in the other videos he was talking he was giving it a big and didn't fancy yeah, it did he he, he? he was giving it a bit but it's so interesting you said that sid like i think it's so important nowadays that you get back to basics with fighting and you you learn round by round do you know what i mean if you yeah. get too rigid with a game plan it doesn't allow for any flexibility on the day. Mm -hmm. no, a lot of yeah. a lot of fighters would go and say, right, I want to try and establish this. I want to do this. I want to do this. And they get thrown a curveball. They're like, oh, shit. What yeah. the fuck yeah, do yeah, I do yeah. now? Yeah. 100%. And I think true fighting, true fighting is being, uh, is, is, is being able to employ four or five game plans when you need to. Yeah, true fighting. Yeah, 100%. True fighting isn't just going in there, okay, I'm a brawler, this guy's a boxer, who wins? That's not the case. I think if a true fighter, a true martial artist or a true fighter, a true boxer can go in, say, this isn't working, I'm going to completely change my my game plan. And mm. especially the way Sid trains people, and it's more specifically trained me, it's like one day we, 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 we've got our hands up, and two days later we've got our hands down and moving around, about, around the outside ring running, you know what I mean? And the next day we're fighting like a Mexican. The next day we're fighting like you know what I mean. It's yeah. it's completely and that's and we constantly constantly changing game plans. And now you that's not only is that a sign of a good coach. Just be honest, that's the sign of a good a, a good like mental process towards fighting. I think and I think to be a good coach, you have to have a good mental process towards fighting. Yeah, yeah I think it. I feel that like every fighter should be able to fight every style. Yeah, yeah. you you'll always have a better style. Whether that it be prefers a boxer, your body type, yeah. the first yeah, personality, yeah, but. but you should if, be able to mix it up. Yeah, 100%. Because if you've got someone, if you're, for instance, you're a brawler, but you get in with somebody that is a stronger brawler, you can't brawl. Yeah. So you need to know how to box or mm -hmm. counter. So if you haven't done that in the in training, you're not going to do it in the ring for 100%. 100%. Yeah, that's it. So, so that's why I like to, I like to everybody to know a bit about everything, but the, obviously you'll have your main attributes. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean that yeah, you'll, you'll stick to, but you can change. You can change if you need to be changed. If I say to you, look, we need to do this this round, You've already done it in the training session. Mm. It's not going to be, yeah, you know I mean, something that you've never done. So you can just adjust. Yeah, that's it, Coach. You've so you fought in all these different, you fought in all these different kind of fight styles, fight disciplines. You've had to deal with so many different types of fighters. What's the hardest fight you've ever had? Mm. Hardest. Oof. <laughs> Besides my brother. Besides. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's a that's a men mental fight. That one. That yeah, one. As yeah. In, you know what I mean? I'm always trying to beat him. But yeah, um, I would probably say the hardest one is when I fought in the quest, I would say. So basically, the top eight fighters in the country fought a knockout tournament in one night. A wow. knockout tournament? Knockout tournament in one night. So you'd fight, you'd fight three times in one night. That sounds like a Jean-Claude Van Damme film, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be fair, I fought a guy called, what was his name? Connor, Connor, what is his name? I can't remember his name, but I never know. He hit me the hardest I've ever been hit in my life. It's <laughs> mad that you still remember he, them shots. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was, it was one of them shots where, you know what, I thought, wow. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was like wow. Did you um, wonder where you were for a little second there? Right? Um, it was literally a split second. I thought, wow. <laughs> that was that was actually really hard. Yeah, you, you never, <laughs> you know I mean? never, you yeah. never ever forget yeah. them shots, man. And um, it was it was it's quite a, it was quite a funny funny fight to be fair. Like I say, boxing wise, I was stronger than him, mm. but his boxing and his this was in a kickboxing fight and with low kicks, and he was. He was he was rangy, very rangy. Now I used to I used to always not say struggle against rangy guys, but I found them awkward because yeah. I'm I'm am more of a technical boxer. You need to be a bit of a brawler to fight rangy guys. You yeah. need to be getting on the inside. But I used to like to box. Mm. Um, so yeah, um, did three rounds with him, and to be fair, he he beat me. He beat me in it, but mm. he got injured because he'd hit probably because he hit me so hard. He'd done his elbow, oh, so really? he'd. Um, yeah, he's he'd either dislocated or he'd gone out and come back in. Wow. So um, wow. in between the fights, he they were trying to the medics were trying to sort him out, but he couldn't he couldn't um, they couldn't recover. So you got to take No, so he actually won the fight. He actually won it. Oh, okay. So he actually won it, but on the rules, basically, if he can't continue, the person he fights continues back in. Oh, so wow. I got to come back into the tournament. Right, right, right. And ended up winning it. <laughs> it was just a real ironic one where like I say the guy was very you know what I mean like I say he he was he was good he was good he was all, he ended up he ended up being a world champion he was really good really mm. really good That's yeah I mean sick. I'm not I'm not going to knock him he was he was he was ranked one of the obviously top 10 in the country but um but like I say luckily I got put back in and ended up winning it. Ended That's up. mental. That's just the yeah. way it was meant to be, wasn't it? That's it, yeah, man. It was 100% have, it was. Have you ever taken a shot Sid and thought Fuck this sport! I don't want to do this anymore. Because <laughs> I know someone who has Mickey Mills. I've took some. I've took some. <laughs> I've took some licks, He's man. come up to me and goes, "Fuck this! I don't do this anymore." Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm not say. Do you know what? I wouldn't say I've ever taken a shot and I thought, "Yeah, what?" Not one it's shot. Could... It. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, 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 never. Do you know what? Because I've always I've been brought up on fighting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've always fighting my brother, so I wouldn't say so much as in. I've taken a shot and thought, you know what? Nah, nah. I'm, I'm one of them where I take the shot and say, yeah, I, I can have another one of them. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, sort of yeah, kind of yeah. smiling, thinking, yeah, okay, you hit me hard, but you're still going to get some back. Yeah. I think more towards it, sort of like mid of my career, I got to a stage where it's like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Why am I actually, why, you know what? All this training, all this dieting. And like I say, I said to Mickey, like, in my day, protein, carbs, what was that? I was on, I was on, cabbage soup diet <laughs> wow. I mean mum say yeah you got to just eat some eggs and some cabbage soup protein and diet <laughs> protein and carbs I've never even heard of in a lot of years so I was always sh- and again I used to pile on not say pile on but I was one of them out of training my weight used to go up I mean, mm. I, mean I'm, I, I would sit around probably 83 84 kilos and I would fight at maybe 74 72, yeah, I mean, 73, you know, what I mean, I'll be around there. I think that a couple of times, well, once I fought a heavyweight, I was yeah. about 13, 13 or stone, but most of the time I was around the 70s, 70s, 60s. And it's that diet, to be fair, I think anything, the diet into worst of the lot. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I completely, I couldn't I agree that. more because we were saying about this on our previous podcast that. So the fighting and the training aspect takes place in the gym when you're on the road, when you're, you're hitting pads or whatever. That's the training, right? And then as soon as the second that finishes, your diet takes over. And your diet is for like 18 hours of the day. You've mm-hmm. got to think about what you're eating. You've got to think about how much you're drinking. You know what I mean? It's consistent. And that wears you down, man. It gets to a point where, like I say, a lot of people, they'll, 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 they'll cheat and they'll quit. 
You know what I mean? They'll say, oh, yeah. you know, screw it. I'm just going to have this cookie. Or I'm just going to have this. And just gonna... and the mental fortitude of the person that that essentially can kind of look past that will be like, I'm not doing it because I've got to fight in X amount of time. Or, you know what I mean? I, I, I've, I, I don't need it or whatever. You know what I mean? That's where the mental fortitude comes in. But yeah, the dieting, bro. Dieting I think that's sucks. The hardest. Yeah, I think that I think it's the hardest bit. Hundred percent, I agree with that. It's I think that word, just the word diet, because all of a sudden <laughs> you say I'm on a diet it's from so, tomorrow, shivers. and you're all of a sudden hungry. Yeah, you're hungry <laughs> instantly. You're just hungry. You're like yeah, I'm dieting tomorrow. And then your belly's rumbling straight yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you say, as soon as you say the word diet, so you just start true. seeing pictures of cakes pop up everywhere, and you're like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> But it's come like sports science has come so far from you know from what you were saying, said cabbage soup diets to where it is now. It's come so far, and like what I like to do is try and the biggest thing I like to do is educate first before I say right, eat this, don't eat this, try and do this, because if you understand what your body's doing and when it's doing it, it's so much easier for you mentally to go through that camp. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And you know what? The, the first time, it just popped into my head, the first time I remember I thought, okay, now I really have to diet, right? Was I walked into Coach's gym, yeah? The first time I ever met you, Coach, you remember this? My boy yes, Aaron brought yeah. me down to the gym. I was 105 kg, maybe? What do you reckon? big. Big boy. Do you remember? I was a fucking <laughs> yeah, big you, boy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've still got videos. Yeah, yeah, you still got videos. <laughs> still got a video of me trying to push a, pre- a prowler. And I can't move it. You know, that guy. I can't get my... <laughs> can't get my body weight low enough because my stomach keeps hitting the floor, that kind of thing. I walk into this gym 105 kg easily, right? And uh, I remember having a spa. It was a, it was on an open sparring day. And obviously, I set a, set a box to this place and that place. And you're like, all right. So I end up having to spar, like getting in with these, with these decent lads and holding my own. And you come up to me, you're like, how much do you weigh? And I was like, I, I mean, I, I guess I'm like 90, 95. I remember thinking, I stepped on a scale a couple of days before. <laughs> It was like a hundred, hundred and three or something, right? And I was how like, many people must lie to you? Oh my god! Uh, everybody, everybody. Let's just shave off four. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I tend to, do, I tend to do that one where I just come to class. And don't tell him. Oh, there's the scales. Step on it now. <laughs> Been caught out so many times. And I said to him, I said, to, I said, coach, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't know, ninety-five, whatever. And you were like, you'll fight at sixty-nine. That's the first thing you said to me properly. You'll fight at 69. I was like, you're on crack if you think I'm fighting at 69 kg. I was like, there's no way I'll fight at 69. Are you kidding me? I said, I ain't got that much to lose. You're like, you've got a lot to lose. And I was like, what the f-? And I remember going home that night and thinking, yo, I've got to start dieting, man. Like, I've got to start thinking about what I'm putting in my mouth. Like, I can't just go to the fridge and start yamming cheesecake every five seconds. It can't happen anymore. And I remember thinking that was it. And then obviously my first fight, my first pro fight, we fought, didn't we? We fought at 82 80, 75, yeah. 72, 70. A couple of fights at uh, 72 and 74, actually, thinking about it. I went yes, to that prize yeah. fire at 75. Do you remember that? Yes, 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 yes. Giant dudes yes. in that prize fire. And then yeah. first pro fight, 69 kg. And I was like, Coach, you remember that time you said I fight at 69 kg? Oh, my God. Big, fat, <laughs> prop-looking dude. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Jesus. But that's exactly. that's when you've been around the game long enough. You can look at someone and say, "You're you need to be." You know what I mean? You can fight this. That's crazy, isn't it? That's my idea. That's yeah. some grandmaster shit right there. That's some like wisdom. <laughs> Master Splinter. Master Splinter. That's it, man. Master Splinter. Hey, coach. It's been nothing short of a pleasure, man. Thank you for coming oh, on. No, thank you. Thank you. Sonny and Sid, uh, thank you for listening, people. I keep forgetting to thank people who listen, man. It's so bad. Thank you for listening. We had like our, our, our viewings have gone up by like 
double in the past like two three days which is awesome so um keep this and obviously we're gonna have loads of people come and listen to sid because nobody's hearing him speak outside of burpees you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> hey okay i'll catch you guys in a bit Peace, oh, take it easy. Safe, man. <laughs>